Hello from Ivana Čeković, uh, Florence School of Regulation. Today I'm in Brussels at LNG Protocol event. LNG and the EU Green Deal teaming up for uh, Decarbonize 2050. Here I'm with Professor Jonathan Stern, uh, Oxford Institute of Energy Studies, who was a panelist uh, of a session uh, energy transition, how can LNG contribute? So, Professor Stern, do you think that LNG is a fundamental asset that helps meeting EU's long-term decarbonization targets as well as Paris' commitment? LNG is an asset. The question is whether it is a fundamental asset and for how long it is an asset. So, we know that natural gas has lower CO2 emissions than coal and oil. The problem with LNG is that potentially some of the emissions, particularly from methane, can be high. The other problem is that a lot of projects are now being signed up for the next 20 to 30 years, which will breach the decarbonisation targets that we have for those, for those years, 2040 and 2050. So positive, but also with longer term problems. Can you tell us a little bit more about the main issues regarding uh, the LNG and its role in the energy transition? And uh, do we have a lot of work to do? Well, we certainly have a lot of work to do. That work needs to start in relation to the certification of emissions so that we can demonstrate from a particular value chain, depending on where the LNG comes from, the route that it takes, the ship that it travels on, what those emissions really are and that we can be certain we know what those emissions are so that we can compare them with other types of emissions from other sources of energy. That's the first thing we need to do. The second thing we need to do is to say, fine, so in the next two decades, how can we decarbonize that LNG and reduce its emissions, preferably to zero? And that will depend on carbon capture and storage, bio-LNG, that is LNG from biomass, or potentially from other sources, and how quickly can that be done, and how much will that cost? Okay, thank you for your time. Sure.